Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hey. Uh, it is the Ruby Volume 6 finale. Uh, it Woo! is finally here, the last episode of Ruby Volume 6, Our Way, that premiered today on Rooster Teeth First. Uh, very excited to talk about this conclusion to this uh, fantastic season of Ruby, which we've been loving here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search Overly Animated Ruby on iTunes or our YouTube at YouTube.com slash Overly Animated. Subscribe to not miss any future Overly Animated Podcast, Ruby Podcast, Genlock Podcast, uh, all, everything coming up here. So uh, <laughs> Ruby season may be ending, but we'll have more potential Rooster Teeth content slash other awesome animated shows as well. Um Spoilers for our way and all previous episodes of Ruby, but yes, we've been singing the season's praises and find we've been worried about the you know will they stick the landing? Is this will this be a good finale? Haley, what did you think of what we got here? I feel like it was a rocky landing, but they didn't totally crash. <laughs> okay, so that's good. Yeah, it like I think it was it was actually. Looking back on it, I think it was actually a pretty decent finale. It was just such a crazy, exciting season that it felt like there should have been something big that happened at the end. But I guess it happened in the season, so whatever. But when I finished it, it seemed like it was like all of our uh, finale theories, but the light version. Because so many things yeah. happened. <laughs> we were like, that's going to happen. This is going to happen. And they kind of did, but like not very much and not to the extent we thought. Um and that end credit scene was really weird. So yeah, I I am I am satisfied with it. It makes me excited for next season, which is good. So hopefully we'll contain or continue this momentum. But yeah, I think it was a very pleasant finale to a great season. Okay, pleasant it was, finale. It was, yeah, it was like I, I didn't get that excited, but it was like, okay, whatever. Wrapped it up <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Haley praises yeah. the Ruby finale. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. Andy, what did you think of the finale? I thought this is an episode. If this wasn't the finale, it'd be fine. It would be like a fine, like just kind of more not expedition-y, but just not very plot heavy or exciting or like exhilarating episode. But it'd be fine. But as a finale, I'm pretty disappointed by this. But as a Ruby finale, this is pretty stock standard. Uh, there wasn't a crazy good crazy fight or anything like that, which is disappointing. So I was kind of excited for at least maybe a cool fight with the Leviathan Grim, even if it was kind of stupid. Um, we didn't really get a lot. Like Salem's crew didn't even show up, and no one was ever really in any danger because we knew Ruby was going to be fine even when the thing when the thing went to go and grab her. But um, that said, I do think what we we talked about it on previous podcasts, and I really think this show they they can't fix everything in this season and they fixed a lot of problems i had and it looks like specifically with the stinger they're going to fix the things that i had most problems with that are left to fix so i'm not too upset with this but on its own this finale is pretty boring which is unfortunate yeah, I think that's a lot of people's reaction is, uh, this is not as, uh, hype as, as should have, it should have been. This is the kind of what we always say about Ruby finales is like, where, where's, where's all the stuff we wanted? You know, what, why isn't this, uh, bigger? Um, that was my first reaction, I think, the first time I watched it, but, uh, I'll present 
the take I had the second time, which is just that this is, I thought this was good. I thought this was potentially really good. Like, this is a pretty good episode of television, and it's one of my favorite Ruby finales for sure. I think this is like an improvement on the last two seasons, uh, easily. Um, I think it might be better than the volume three finale, which like, I like that blog stuff in this one better. Um, it's like the downside is that, um, nothing is big and everything is just slightly touched on. I'll get back to that in a second, like Kaylee said. Um, but just this, the sequence of Ruby in front of the Leviathan and having these flashbacks, um, and then using her silver eyes, uh, just that's just like one of my favorite sequences in the show. I I really love that so much. And then even the stupid uh the big chungus coming and and drilling it. Like it's it's it was it was all fantastic. Like that that whole five minutes was so good. I w- I loved it. It's one of my favorite parts of the season. And this is one of Ruby's best moments. Um, this the there's like just I feel like the scene almost even justifies so this dumbness of Silver Eyes. Like it was it wasn't uh, Deus Ex Machina e like previous like because we trained like one episode. Episode, but we still like still kind of like we, we saw her like thinking of things and getting in the mindset i i really love that section i love the bumblebee parts it wasn't you know everything we wanted but i love those parts and in addition there's nothing i hated here which is a which is big that's the biggest yes yeah, yeah i'm not, not leaving it ranting about anything <laughs> there's nothing real. the thing i'm gonna rant about is like the, the general co- like there's nothing specific to be upset about or even dislike everything was at least fine some of it was very good i think this is a top tier episode of the season i put it like right with those top five i listed last week i don't know if this would be number six number five but like it's th- there's some really fantastic stuff here and uh you know the 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 i'll give you the rant version quickly i don't want to like uh I don't, I don't want to stick on this too much just cause, uh, it's, I think everyone's, you know, you've heard, probably already heard the opinion and Haley and Angel represent a little bit more of like, why didn't we do more with this? But so he, he, here's my version of that, which is that this, this finale touches on every theme and big plot point from this season. Um, but it does it to the bare minimum of what we could do in a finale. Um, Neo and Cinder, uh, Salem. Silver Eyes, Bumblebee, Ozpin, Ruby as a leader, Jin, Crow, Argus, Terra, and Saffron. These it's are like the t- wild. <laughs> those yeah. are like everything is in here, but it's like five seconds each. Like it's yeah. it's really nothing. Here's a, these aren't climaxes. These are denouements. Like these are this is not a climax to the season, and that's what the problem with Ruby finales. They are falling action. They're not the biggest parts of the season. And this has been a problem every single finale. And it's a problem here. It doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not like this isn't what the audience wants when we've, when we're on the last week of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like most of the things that like we touched on everything, but it wasn't satisfying. For almost, I mean, you could argue maybe the crow stuff was pretty good. The Ruby crow oh, and Ruby crow and Ruby is a leader, maybe you know Bumblebee. You may, you, yeah, yes, no. Silver Eyes, I think, was probably pretty satisfying. Um, New and Center, at least, were in the finale, but like you, every, it was so briefly touched on. Um, that's I think now their biggest thing to improve for next because they really fixed almost everything. That uh, this is still a problem is they can't have uh, excellent finales. So I think that, like, I think in their minds, the finale is the last three weeks combined. Um, so I think it's going to be better when you play the season back because you get yeah. the excellentness of the previous two weeks all in a row and it's all ties together in one story. Um, and so if you look at it like that, I think it's better. But once again, you know, we, they air it week to week. So if you want to 
say that the finale is the last three episodes come out and just air them together. Uh, yeah. I think that would be better. Uh, or make the last episode more exciting. That being said, I really, really like the Ruby stuff in, in this. And I'm, there's a lot of Bumblebee stuff to like, although I'm very disappointed we didn't culminate it in definitive fashion. Um, mm-hmm. that's a big I think thing the too. thing that kind of clouds this finale, unfortunately, and it's, well, I guess it's their fault, but is that we were told that the finale was a combination of two episodes. So I was fully expecting it to be like 40 minutes, right? <laughs> Which is, then you see this and it's like, oh, it's 20 minutes. Like it, it seems like we were, at least personally, maybe this is, I don't know. I think I wasn't crazy to think this, but I feel like it was going to be longer than this and they were going to get into all these things that they got into, but rather than five seconds, give it like a minute <laughs> maybe or something like that. And I think that's, it's just annoying because it feels like it, sh- it was supposed to be that, but then it wasn't that. It's still good, but I think that kind of hurts it a little bit. The expectation going in, you know? Yeah. Andy, you, I think you were maybe disappointed about this too. Yeah. And I think you nailed, you, you hit hit the nail on the head there, Dylan, with the talk about the announcement and stuff like that. And I think what it is, is that they're trying to, the ending of the season, they kind of, in a lot of ways, emulate Game of Thrones a lot, where like the second to last episode is the one with the really big hitters and the crazy stuff happens. And then the last episode is denouement. And that can work really well, but you need to act, if they just didn't have the Leviathan here, I think they could have done a really great, great denouement episode. We could have maybe a little more bit, maybe a little bit deeper dive into Crow. Like I think Crow is actually the weakest part. I think because because Crow is just well, I, I I have a lot to say about Crow this season, and I think a lot of these plots in general just don't really land well for me. Like I don't really like the ending to Osmond here because it isn't an ending. I don't like the ending to Bumblebee because it's not really an ending, and. That's just kind of how every plot is. Everything here. just kind I, of stalls yeah. a little bit. Yeah. When it's, it's like, oh, it should, nope, it didn't keep going and we've just switched. It doesn't feel like we have completely gotten season arcs because Blake and Yang had an amazing season long arc here, but not everyone really got that. And I, but I do agree. I do agree. The, the Ruby stuff in front of the Leviathan, it was, I really did like the montage. I did like that stuff. It's just, I wanted more out of the denouement side of the things. Yeah, it's it, I, I go. So you're saying that like if we spent time genuinely doing a falling action episode, yeah, here, where we like spent a lot of time mm-hmm. concluding all these arcs versus throw another thing up and treat that like a little mini blip of a climax, like the episode does. Like, who cares about the Leviathan? Yeah, um, no, it, it gave us the Silverized part, which I guess is kind of their idea is that this is I, it's a lot of things, but a part of the season is being a silverized season. So that's a climax to that storyline, but or a conclusion to it, but it is at the sacrifice of everything else. I, I think that's the most that's that's the worst part of all this because like they had all these great season long arcs and they chose to they chose silver eyes above everything else, which I think is honestly the weakest of the arcs they had here. They had so many interesting ways we could have done this episode. Like we could have really hinged the episode on Ozpin and really like like um bookmark bookended the entire season i think here like i think that would have been great if we just ignored the leviathan stuff and just focused on oscar and Jin. and even if neo and cinder didn't show up we could end it that way and it would, i think it would feel a lot better we could actually talk about things again about these things we brought up in the in the premiere and the next couple episodes after that yeah for me that's my initial take on what the weakest part of the season is going to be is ozpin and Jin and everything yeah. around like that was mm-hmm. not 
concluded at all here. Um, no. We just no. get this like hint of like, oh, Osborne was watching over us this all the time. That's you know, it's like, oh, you guys were wrong about your Osborne Oscar thing. That's why we were so insistent. Is because that would have been so much better. Like, there was, yeah, this yeah. is nothing. This, like, this that would have been something. Yeah. I was like, we're kind of right, I guess. He did take over, but it's, it's only no, but- yeah. I'm gonna claim half credit there because he- I, well, <laughs> I think also because he said like he. It still doesn't explain why he like disappeared for an episode. Right, yeah. yeah, so I feel like they that. may come back to that because they said like he doesn't know. He just was guided by him and didn't know that he was back, and said he thought he was always around. So maybe blacked out and got the coat. I don't know. Yeah, but it's there's still hope for <laughs> blacked out and got a coat. Blacked out, and yeah. yeah. It's it's possible. Um, I think I think the the problem is that how Ruby handles seasons. Um, because. Most of the, all these plot things are not, all these uh, themes or plot elements are not resolved. They're just like kind of cut off here. Like this is the minor ending point. We'll get back to it next season. Like Bumblebee, the reason why I thought they're going to kiss is because that would have been a good conclusion to this arc that they've been on the season. They're not going to conclude. Till what, I, what I forgot is Ruby does not conclude arcs at the end of seasons. It just throws them <laughs> in the next season. Uh, I, but it, it, that's, that's the problem though. It just does that every season. It, it does. doesn't conclude anything. So nothing and ever think, gets concluded. Yeah. But I think that's the worst part of the show. And I, I'm sorry, I've been holding in all season Dylan. And I think that's the problem with the show in general, because the thing is they have this giant plan, this 13 season plan. And I think they're stupid for still like, adhering to it because the fact of the matter is if you can make a good season of television and you have to pull stuff from future stuff making a good product now is a lot better than saying oh we could have something in season 10 or something like it doesn't matter you can always think of new ideas as you write like but if you need you need to make a product now for us watching and it just it it just feels like they're holding back stuff on purpose just because like oh we need stuff in a couple seasons like you'll have stuff you, I, I, I have faith that you guys can write new stupid grim for the team to fight. I have faith that you can write stuff if we get to Salem and we have to fight her. Like, I know you can do that. Just give us stuff now so we can enjoy the show now. Like, I, I just think they're like, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot like every season. Really, it's just crazy. Yeah, I think like they improved the execution so much, but it's still it, the the problem is still just the concepts of what we're doing yeah. here with the thirteen seasons. So it's with, looking forward rather it, than yeah. like paying yeah. off now. Yeah. And it's still and it's cool. It's it's good in shows when there's something that happens. And you're like, oh, they hinted at that like two seasons ago. Crazy, but they have so many of those things happening that they all lose relevancy by the time it's being paid off. And right? and, and then in the interim, you're just like. Oh what's happening like nothing's being concluded and because they never conclude anything you don't know what things are foreshadowing. no it's like is that done maybe not who knows like it's crazy it just doesn't i just don't know what things are happening ever that matter and that's what's really the problem here yeah yeah Yeah, you don't know what the like season point is because this could be like a silver eyes season it could be a blake and yang season it could be an ospin season a history season like and the, and the season was great, but the problem is they don't I, decide. Yeah. I, I, I think the season did more of the plot arcs than we had in the past. Like, I think this is an improvement. Yeah. Um, yes. Like, I think Bumblebee is. is one of the strongest season through lines we've had. I and the reason kinda, is because it kind of does, like, it's not, not as perfect a conclusion as we wanted, but it does have, like, a rising and falling, unlike yeah. some other aspects. Yeah. They have, a, they have a climax. We have some some post stuff here. Yeah. Um, it leaves us at a at a waiting point with their relationship, though, which mm-hmm. 
considering it's this show, they could just say, like, at the remember, at the beginning of this season, they said, oh, here's Sun and Ilya. We're shoving them off to the side for this season. Yeah, bye. They could just yep. do that with them. They could do that with their romance next yeah. season and say, we're going to get back to it later. Very unfulfilling. We got unfulfilling. that Ruby look. It's not happening. Ruby approves. Yes. Uh, you would assume that they will continue next season, but, like, uh, it's just like, here's There's no word. assurance, which is anyway, scary. Yeah. It, it, it's, this is, like, it's a, it's a better functioning as a season finale than previous season finales, but it's still not a great season finale. I do think it's a great episode, if they, like, the, the distinction. Yeah. There. Yeah. Um, I, like, at the very least, we, we understand we need to touch on every single thing, but. Yeah. But we really Just need to like, conclude. Let, let's con- let's conclude things. I think that would be like treat it like a re- like this isn't the same thing as a there's a real season of television. This is like uh, a chapter in a like longer thing, which really nothing except for this show does. It's very weird that the show functions like this. It it shouldn't because the thing is we still have to wait a year now to see more. Like I think th- they just don't get. That the audience is going to get tired of this after a point. Like, there's only stuff. Some, yeah, like I'm not going to remember all the plot points when we start next season because there's just too many. I'm going to have to go back and look. And that's not really great to have your audience to have to do homework to remember what your show is doing. And I want to be clear here. I'm really high on this season. I'm just trying to exemplify like what I think they still need to fix. Like I want to be clear here. I've been really negative. Yeah, like, I still same. think this season is good. I'm just trying to pinpoint why I think the season still needs some work. Yeah, and I think that they do under. I think that like I've I've seen Miles and Carrie say that at they're like if I AMA after Volume Five, they're like, okay, we we saw the way the audience react in Volume Four. We saw that we needed to do more stuff in Volume Five and move faster, and they did, and they adjusted beautifully, and then they honed it in Volume Six, and they kept mm-hmm. the fast pace and made it better. Um, Finales are tough. <laughs> yeah, so but I think now, this is yeah. also a bigger story or show issue. It's, right. it's just, right. It's a bigger show issue. This isn't like uh, criticizing Miles and Carrie's writing. Like this is like the way you're approaching the show. I think that needs yeah. to, that's the next thing to change. Um, I don't think that they will, but at the very least, no. you could improve it a little bit more and still be Ruby. It would, like th- that being said, like I don't know. I still think this might be the best finale. So I think that like it is it is getting there, but there's a lot. To, yeah, to like go we said, there. there's nothing to rant except for the bigger issues of the show. Yeah, and <laughs> nothing I think specific in the episode. I, I think that just has to do with the way RT produces things. Like one of the things RT does is that like when they have a good show, they just keep producing it forever. Like they'll just keep if it, if it keep if it keeps getting good reception, they'll just keep making it. And that might just be a concern for them that they need to keep airing this forever. And so they keep dragging things out because they need to for that. And I think that's just a mistake and I think but that's I, I think that's just a deeper dive that we need to make into the, right. all yeah. the problems yeah. here. I, th- I think it's a combination of that and they had a giant plan with Monty and they feel they need to stick yeah. to that. Yeah. The combination of those two things. But I, I like I'd love if Ruby aired forever, but you just conclude yeah. conclude Ruby Rose's arc like after season ten or something yeah. and then move on to the next character. But, right? Like and, you just but, stay in this world. That'd yeah, no, that's what I mean. They have a great world. They yeah. have like I I mean, it has some stupid names in it, but I mean I think the world they can just do whatever they want in it. Like <laughs> It, I think that's, I think that I agree, Dylan. Like, they can just, just write your story here and just move on to the next one. You can easily do that. I know Miles and Carrie have more than one story that they can tell. Yeah, it would be bad. I would much, as much as I really, I'm like really attached to these characters. So, and we'd lose the characters potentially if we did uh, another thing, although you could do Ruby as adults or something. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I would much prefer if we just condensed the last six seasons into three seasons and just ended it uh, at 10 or something. Like, I, I think yeah. that, I mean, I don't know. Like, it depends on how you execute it. It's not like anything is strictly better than anything else, but I think that, like, that would solve some of our approaches. Okay, I think, I think, 
you know, this is similar to stuff we've talked about in the past. This finale hit on this where the rest of the season had and the rest of the season felt like it was moving fast, like it was doing a bunch of stuff. And then I think kind of the reason you get frustrated is because this finale is like, oh, we weren't actually doing anything. We're not actually even concluding the places Mm -hmm. we're going. Um, So I think that's why everyone's a little bit frustrated here. Yeah, especially because last week we talked about like, oh, they could do this and that and the other thing. Like so many actually really neat, satisfying things and they just don't do it. And it's so annoying when that like, happens. And, they, and even like little things didn't come into play. Like the fact yeah. that people had lost aura and stuff like that, it didn't seem to even really yeah, matter it here. Matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, matter. It, it's, it just feels like this episode, this finale is very self-contained from a lot of the things that were not mattering in the short term. Like it did, it did, it did incorporate many of the themes season long, but it didn't even seem to like be a through line for like some of the things that were short term happening. And it seemed kind of strange, but it's so hard to say all this when I know that this season is still really good for Ruby. I, I'm really excited about this season and where it's going. Yeah, and I think touching on something from a little bit before, I do think it was a mistake to tell us that they combined the last two episodes because that yes. set up expectations. Um, yeah. Be careful about what you're telling. Like, the reason I think you need to say they felt they need to say that is because it's like, why is it 13 instead of 14? Whatever. We don't really care how many it is. Just, uh, you know, but the, the, it set up I, the expectation. They could have said that, that Lost Fable was yeah. combined or something, right? I think they should yeah. have said that. I think like, they should have just been like, Lost Fable, we had to put so much budget into it that it took up two episodes, so yeah, we're cutting we'd... one episode, and that's fine. Yeah, Lost totally, Fable was yes. double the length of everything else, so that would make yeah. sense. Um, and it was worth it. It was a great episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it was kind of combined in the writing phase or whatever. That's but, yeah. but it's it didn't really make a lot of sense looking that back on. But that would make sense though, because if you like just make the Leviathan one episode and the denouement one episode, that kind of makes sense in my head. Yeah, I think kind of that's where it was. And both were like seven minutes long or something, and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? I don't know. Yeah, they can, maybe combo. they cut stuff. It does feel very similar to the volume three finale, so I think that was a good call comparing it to that. But it was more – this was more of just a continuation of volume three. It was like hard stop. Here's another thing. Here's a conclusion to the previous thing. But there still is kind of that feel to it. Um yeah. Okay. We can we can come back to this when we talk about specific things that we didn't uh, that we like or didn't like. But uh, yeah, I want to get into because I think there's a lot of great stuff here. So let's let's get yeah. into the actual stuff that's happening, and we'll comment as we go on what we thought was concluded well, what wasn't, and even if it didn't wasn't concluded well, it still could have been good in the episode. And we'll just go. We can just go start to finish here because Neo and Cinder. Last week, guaranteed, I guaranteed Neon Cinder would be here. This isn't what I was expecting. I nope. <laughs> thought they would be for the fight, not I, for... I thought they were going to fly from this yeah. scene to the fight. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were going to be... Nope. I thought, like, they were going to be fighting the Leviathan. Then all of a sudden, they showed up. They'd show up as, like, a ship, quote-unquote, helping them. But it would actually be Neo and yeah, Cinder. Yeah, right? Same. Yeah. That Which would be nice. really cool. Like, that... And yeah. then I was honestly expecting people to, like, fight on top of the Leviathan this episode, which would be awesome. But clearly that didn't happen. Yeah, I think uh, this the way that Neo and Cinder because they always were set up to go to Atlas, so I think it's fine if we're going to be looking in the context yep. of the series. But it just felt unsatisfying because, like, why were they in the season? They didn't end up doing anything. Also, why were they on a different timeline, Dylan? It didn't matter. That also <laughs> didn't matter. So that's yeah. just them being nonsensical. Like, just don't do that. Like, be, I, be I, really I, careful about what you tell us because we're going to yeah. speculate about we'll it. We'll run with it. Dylan, I think I think my timeline rant aged very well this season. <laughs> Probably did, yeah. yeah. Was, There's was no point to that. Um, maybe it'll make sense next season. It's like, oh, why do they show up at the same time? Well, I guess they're on different timelines. But it doesn't matter. I don't care. We, we, care we, don't, we don't care. Oh, we don't care. Attention. I don't care. They show up at the same time. I'm fine with it. Uh, okay, so Neo and Cinder here. Neo uh, changes her outfit. Um, Love the new outfit. She has a yeah. top Highlight hat. Of the episode um, yeah, you were digging it, Haley. I was digging it. I love the look. They're so cool. Um, 
Yeah, and Cinder's new look with the whole cape thing. Yeah, they're so extra and it's so funny. And I love them. It's a great design. They're Team Ruby should get new outfits too because these are just... Top, these are top tier outfits. I like also. I love (laughs) that Cinder was like, Oh, you're gonna have to get yourself some snow boots when we get there. Uh, Meanwhile, Cinder is like basically just wearing like a a little romper with a cape, yeah, yeah, a half cape, (laughs) just hiding your grim arm. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, Q rants next next year about Ooh. how none of them are uh, in winter clothes despite being at the coats. North Pole. Like yeah. <laughs> it's going to be very frustrating. Can you imagine going to the Ar- Arctic in like a in a halter top? Like what? What yep. is? Yeah, yeah, but auras. Yeah. And I found before we started recording, I looked up the Solitas wiki because I forgot <laughs> where that was, yep. and it says that it's so cold that it's inhospitable to most humans and grim. So. If they're still wearing crop tops, but, but <laughs> see, okay. there's a great part of that sentence, Haley, because that means we won't have a grim fighting season. Hopefully, apparently uh, not. I don't know. Yeah, is we'll this is it, is it like, that's a confirmed fact? Is this our obligatory so- like pol- political season coming up? No, because uh, the flying monkey grim are coming. Oh yeah. That. Oh so, like, yeah. I don't think it's that cold. Okay. The, fly, the, the flying monkey grim could come in three seasons. Like that's there's no. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything that they were in the post credit scene. That also could be a fantasy sequence for all we know. See volume two. Uh, like okay, we'll get back to that. But yeah. Anyway, Neo. Everyone's uh, very into Neo's. <laughs> everyone's very into Neo's new outfit. Uh, definitely still the show's dress up doll. And uh, but. I don't know. She didn't. Uh, Neo wasn't Ozpin. <laughs> that didn't. That didn't happen. She's still not <laughs> talking. So she like upset. puts her her hand up, and uh, then she masks the ship uh, that they're on as an Atlas ship. But then and... unmasks it. So I was really confused about what ship it actually I think, was. I think it's not. I think she was just showing she can do it, but she what she didn't want to do it yet. Like they were going to do it in the future, or it, like was masked, but then she for them they still see the real one. Um, yeah. But then why did she matter. see it? I don't know. Doesn't I, matter. I, I think the point is that she's going to hide the ship at some point. I, I, it doesn't matter if it's happening right now or not. Yeah, so yeah. She's hiding it. Um, Cinder tells, gives us a speech about believing in destiny. Um, sure, sure, buddy. Cinder, sure. <laughs> no, we don't Your care. name is Cinder Fall. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you to shut up because you didn't talk for like a while. So I, I'm happy you're talking again. But. She's very what, I, I get you, She needs to get all this out there because she didn't talk for a while, and you know this isn't it, bro. This no. is, you can give us the difference. Okay, she'll she she's just say like it. "Let's go" or something. Yeah, like no, that. I, I like the idea that she's just sitting in, a, in the in the ship with Neo, like practicing her evil speech to yes, Ruby the I whole time. So. <laughs> like, I think I, she, I think she's workshopping her speech for Ruby. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah like she's like that. Like we're we're listening to her say like destiny and stuff to Neo, but she's actually just going to say the exact same thing to Ruby when we when she shows up. Yeah, Neo can't run away or anything. Yeah, Neo's just like, oh. The eye roll roll from Neo is great, too. That's why she... eye roll here. Just roll your eyes, by the way. She just heard the same stupid stupid speech from Cinder over and over again, just slightly different. Yeah. And uh, beginning of the season, we predicted Neo would betray Cinder. Uh, We still think that's happening? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think so. Next season. That that eye roll is the most, like, sassy thing ever. There's no way that she's not going to betray Cinder. Yeah. Neo's using Cinder for her own gains. What I can't eye roll you, Andy, and be on your side. I have to betray you just because I give but you. But Andy rolls. didn't like murder your partner, so yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, there's yeah, a difference. No, there's, there. no, there's, there's a, there's a different. Yeah, there's different history here. Okay, okay, fair. Yeah. Uh, not that we remember because it, it was four seasons, three seasons. I don't know. Um, Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so th- there's our Neo and Cinder check in. Um, I assume that will be continued next season, and uh, not again, not satisfying. 
ending, but it was fine. It was a fine scene. I'm happy they at least showed up, you know? Yeah. 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 Like watching the episode the first time, it kind of sucked because I like you, Andy, I was like, oh, they're going to fight or something. But they didn't. So looking back on it, it's like, okay, at least they didn't just disappear for the whole season. Also, also, it's apparently nighttime during their scene. Like, there's just stupid, like, extra stuff going yeah, on here. That's for why no the reason. timeline is different. I, I know, Dylan. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, Yang and Blake come back. We didn't see any more post-Adam stuff. They just run back. and um, That's when the kiss happened, probably. Yeah. Oh, you missed that. Yep. That's why they're late. They were making out in the forest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no. why, that's why Blake missed the cue before. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, Weiss is like, it just ruined the only thing capable of stopping this grim. Thank you for that. Good uh, job. Yeah. But par- uh, first bump, big Bumblebee moment of the episode. There's only really two. So Yang is comforting Blake. So uh, cute. Blake is like, uh, I'm my fault. Yang says, don't be, you're, you're, you don't need to be sorry. She's like holding onto her arm. And then Ruby hugs Blake, which was very random. And yep. uh, I, mean, I think it kind of made sense in the context of the scene. And it's a good Ruby and Blake have not interacted that much. And then, like, what, uh, what's their ship name again? Their ship Ladybug. name is Ladybug. Ladybug, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I was not expecting a Ladybug moment. No, also, uh, Yang wasn't think... just holding her arm. Yang had, was holding her arm and had her other arm around her. Yeah. It's like, she has yeah. her arm around think, her for a little. I, yeah, I think it's implied scene. that Blake mentioned Adam. It's it, like off screen. And so yeah. Ruby understands that this is a big thing for Blake. Yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is they also chatted. like, she, she's also hugging her sister-in-law here because then. Oh, Ruby yeah. Looks <laughs> over. It's the familial hug it's here. It's a familial hug because then Ruby has a look with Yang and they like uh, yep. smile. They I had look to like at each rewind other. a couple times and rewatch that. <laughs> that was like the gayest thing of the episode. Just Ruby going like, yeah, you picked good. <laughs> you picked good? <laughs> oh. I don't think that's well, what she was. <laughs> okay. So when I, I had, the reason I had to rewind it though was because. So my initial thought was what we're thinking, where she was like, Ruby was like, oh, I see what you're doing. And Yang's like, oh, embarrassed. Haha, yes. That was what that was happening. I, I know. That's what I was saying. I was but, thinking it was more joking. But, no, but it also could have been interpreted as um, like, so Ruby's hugging Blake to comfort her. Like, oh, you survived the fight. And then that look is her to Yang being like, yeah, I'm happy you survived too. <laughs> right. Sorry, I think people who don't like Bumblebee could no, say the it's way. That. No, the only way that I can interpret the scene is uh, Ruby's sharing a moment with Blang, uh, Yang about the fact that uh, they she like uh, got together with Blake and they're like, I communicating agree. Yeah, I agree. Like that. And, but I think uh, people could people could oh, no, mess with people it. and Ruby's like supporting her sister's yes. uh, loved one, and so that they that's like an appreciation. I think the little and, embarrassed like look away thing does a lot for that. Oh yeah, like this is yeah. this is the biggest confirming scene of the entire episode. Yeah, this is the the Ruby most explicitly it. gay thing. It. It's it's this is this and if if you're someone that's listening to us, like what I didn't see, this is the intent of the scene. This is you're wrong if you didn't see like, it. Like yeah. this is clearly the intent of the scene. Is it like Ruby is uh is communicating wordlessly with Yang about the fact that Yang and Blake are together. Like that is what this Picking moment up. is. Yeah. What they're putting yeah. down. Like if you look at someone like that while like you're like hugging them and like they were hugging them before you like that's just what this is like there's no other way to read this it's it's yeah it's what it is let's wait let's skip forward to the second bumblebee moment just uh, (laughs) so we can talk about the entire thing which is that they hold hands on the plane basically yep and they like the whole time yeah and yeah we were there for each other um they're really uh, into this whole like unity theme but the worst 
the worst part of the scene, though, is what Nora says next. I just kind of hate that they included yeah, this, yeah. too. It, well, it, it, it makes it a whole uh, group thing versus, uh, yeah. But and well, also Weiss says Weiss is glad Yang was there for Blake. I think this is like the conclusion to the freezer burn stuff last season. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Weiss is like, yeah, I'm I'm glad you were there for like that. That's the that's the sequel to the, in Alone Together when they were whatever. I think that was it when they were talking uh, about Blake, and, like the motorcycle yeah. ride. Yang was Yang was uh, talking to Weiss about uh, her, her 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 angst with Blake, and so Weiss is like, oh, I'm really glad that you were you were there for her. The whole uh, team ships it, guys. Yes. Yeah. And then they're holding hands. Um, we were there for each other. Haley, what did you walk me through what you thought for each of these moments? And uh, were you disappointed overall that there was no kiss? Were you happy with what we got? Um, I, okay, yes, I am disappointed. Because I wanted them to have more of a chat beyond just like, we were there for each other with the whole team, which I know is difficult because they're on like a military plane, but whatever. Um yeah, I I think it's it's tough because it is disappointing that we didn't get more confirmation. It would have been nice, um, just something like so explicit that you can't like it's confirmed and no one can dispute it would be nice. Um, but I think it was very sweet. I was hoping for something like this, like a quiet moment on the plane. So I guess we got that, and we got that cute Ruby hug with the looks and everything. So that was good. Um, yeah, I I yeah. I wanted more. I wasn't expecting a kiss really at this point because it, it it was like if anything it would be small, but yeah, yeah. I uh, I I wish there was more confirmation though, but it was very sweet what we did get. So yeah, Andy, it's tough. Oh, that this this is what I was expecting. Like I think I talked about it last episode, last podcast that I just think that this was going to be them holding hands at most and we weren't going to get a kiss because the climax, which they did really well was at the end of the Adams, the yeah, Adam stuff. And it was done really great. But, um, I wish there was more like, yeah, there's just so, I wish there was more just so that people wouldn't be saying it's not real, but yeah. Over the like season break, that's what yeah, it's most frustrating, but it's happening. It has happened. They're together. Yes. Um, yeah, I, so I, I really love what we got this episode, especially with the Ruby and Yang look and, uh, the, the holding hands and then the arm around her. It was really sweet. It, it was, sweet. It, was yeah. it was great. Yeah. I, I, this is, so the, the overall, like, what, this is the biggest thing we're tracking is this would have put Ruby on the map if we actually had the explicit, uh, Yang Blake relationship. And the, the conclusion to what we got this season was, this is basically about as explicit as you can get without actually being explicit. So, mm-hmm. um, we, by explicit, I mean, you know, there's no declaration of love, no kiss, um, you know, no uh, saying they're in a relationship. Um, and so none of those things happen. So it's not like Bumblebee is explicitly canon. It is canon because the show is clearly thematically doing it. But there's another level that you can get to in a relationship if you I genuinely want to present it on screen. It's the difference between Nora and Ren, which is never shown as being explicit for some reason i don't really understand why mm-hmm. and then and then like saffron and terracotta saffron and terracotta is a good example uh john and pira right the show can do mm-hmm. explicit couples yeah. um and it's I, not like over the top it's just you present them as a couple <laughs> but i think i think you know? the one thing there is here is that they're really this is all a crazy time like i yeah unfortunately get why it didn't happen in this season in this last couple episodes but it's still there's a lot going on. Yeah, it still frustrates me that we didn't do it because like this is like they just went from one fight to another. Like if we get downtime next season and we don't 
talk about it, I'm going to, that's when I will be mad. Yeah. Okay. Predictions now. Record <laughs> these in your mind so we can check back. But what I'm predicting is that we'll get a scene like in the first two episodes of next season where they're at Atlas, they're like wandering around, they're settling in and then Blake and Yang are like, see you guys. And they go for a walk through town and then they like profess their love and actually discuss what happened. And then we'll go from there. That's what you went with. I was like, this is what I'm thinking. Oh, I'm, I'm just like convinced that we're going to get a scene where like Blake or Yang go, I'm cold because they're in Atlas. They're That's in Atlas. also going to happen. Like, That'll be part of it. They'll be walking so along. They'll be like, oh, I'm chilly. And they're like, one of them will be like, here's my coat. And then they'll discuss. Yeah, I'm. I'm just so I, the, the reason why I was well, like, lost your coat. She needs a new coat, so we can buy her is, one. That is true. We have to. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, I would hope that she dresses a little warmer. Um, All the romance centered around fashion. <laughs> yeah, the the reason why I was like so adamant that the kiss needed to happen here is because I don't know when it would happen next season. Like, it needs to. It would. Wouldn't it be just be another arc where we'd like culminate that romance after another season of build up? And I don't think they're going to do another Bumblebee arc. Like, I think it would have to be a background. Well, they did type a thing lot with, of arcs in this season, though. So, like, I mean, maybe could be really one did, of the ten things next season. But like, but they only like, really chose two to pay off this season. Yeah, yeah. It, like, like I'm, I'm. It's very worried it's Ren and Nora. That's my prediction. It's yeah. just Ren and Nora next season. Where they're going to just be a background thing. Like, they need to say they're dating if they're dating. And I'm not confident that they'll say they're dating. Yeah. Number one thing, Miles and Carrie, make this a, make them a couple next season. Like, they will be incensed if, if this is put into the background for the entire season. Like, just don't do that. Like the, the, This was really good what we got, but it then needs to be followed up very quickly and not, like... It, it, if you want to do an entire arc about how they're awkward with each other and they don't like if that's like a plot point and they're like they they don't know if they're dating and they don't they don't want to they talk individually to other people about it like that's that's canon kind of in its own too because they talk about their feelings to other people but um just don't you know we can't just sideline this because it wasn't actually concluded, concluded. it's the start of something yeah you know, yeah, if they don't have because I don't expect that maybe the first episode or maybe it will be part of the first episode, my theory, but like, I really hope we start the season off and they're arriving or whatever. And if we just have them in the background holding hands throughout the whole first episode, that'd be great, <laughs> even because if but, they're like on opposite sides of the group, then we know we've lost it. It's not happening. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, we'll I... see. It's been good so far. So like. Don't doubt season. it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, if they just hold hands and never say they're dating, it's still not. That would be bad. It's, yeah, no, I don't want that. I want like, at least some continuity from this I, episode. The worst part is I don't even need, we don't even need much here. Like we don't even, no. like it could be just one line even. And it's like, cause like they've done the work. They've done the hard part. They just need to have yeah. one character go mm-hmm. like, like, like just use a, like use pet names or like say, I love you or say just like, we're in a relationship. The- like with the example of terracotta and saffron, like I was saying, they're like all over each other all the time and are like, yeah, we're married. We're meet my wife. We're married. Yeah. Like they're not like, like making out all the time, but we know that they're together because the show has been explicit about it. And other than that, they operate like a normal, like couple and they're just yeah. chill and nice and friendly and to each other. And and they touch each other in very similar yeah, ways exactly. that Yang and Blake touch each other. Exactly. Like it's not that hard. It really isn't. Yeah. So, yeah. It's in and the reason I think the biggest reason the finale ends up being underwhelming is because this is the number one thing I was excited for was yes. will Blake and Yang kiss or will we? But I think it, it concluded last episode, which is unfortunate. Yeah, this yeah. wasn't it was a great what, what we got here that, was but... wonderful, but it was not satisfying. Given, yeah, and what we got in yeah. the last couple episodes was also great and amazing, 
it's just like I think this it's is, just this is like leaps, leaps and bounds for this show. Yes, um, oh, yeah. totally. It's just always the fear that like what's going to happen next season. Yeah, because if I, we were going to continue, then we'd be good. I have no faith that we'll do this right. Uh, and maybe I should have more faith given that they did it really well at the end of this season, but they didn't like actually like do any like if, if you don't end up doing anything it's nothing i like it's, i don't want to call it nothing because it means a lot to people and like it really and it was validating in a lot of ways but it, you really really need to hit the go over the explicit line to have it chart for people and chart mm-hmm. on any sort of outside level like you're not going to get press coverage about you're going to get nominated for a glad award or something like for this like this is no. not this is uh you, you know we get not that that's the ultimate goal but you're trying to tell a romance story here so you need to actually make them romantic and you know yeah that's my I'm biggest fear hold for out hope because okay. because they th- this scene definitely wasn't as big or explicit as we wanted it to be but they very easily could have not done this Right. They could have just had them get on the plane and be like, oh, yeah, we defeated Adam and then go on to a different storyline. But it was a short episode and they actually dedicated like a decent amount of time to two different separate scenes of them being close and touchy and everything else. Yeah. So like they're not just dropping in the water. And they also had two amazing episodes this season that were entirely centered around them coming together in a relationship. So it seems like they're putting energy into it. So I'm I'm gonna choose to be optimistic about it. We'll okay, I, I like that perspective. I <laughs> don't know if I can get there, but they're not ignoring it, so that's good. Uh, yeah, there's you a know. lot to be excited for next season. This is one of the top things, but um, yeah. okay, we'll we'll get some more exciting things later that they uh, start to introduce. But okay, rest of the episode, um, Maria is like, uh, let's just take off now and go to Atlas. Um, <laughs> I thought that was a good idea. Maria's the yeah, best. Maria's great. She says it like it is. Uh, you don't need to say it. Like, uh, they, they have a robot to save them. You don't. <laughs> yeah, well, fine. Speaking of Maria, I'm kind of shocked she's still, like, with the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's because right? we'll write her off Ilya style immediately. I, so I know, but, but I hope, I, I honestly hope so, Dylan, because we have enough characters right now. <laughs> She'll, like, go to get her eyes fixed and never come back. That's fine. I'm good with that. Um, we could do more with the silver eyes and she could be there in the city and the, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, we saw Tara and Saffron briefly. That was it. Um, I think they were our, cause this whole fight wasn't like, um, very much stakes, you know, I think they were our stakes. Yeah. It's like, if because they kill they, Argus, we'll actually care about two people. Exactly. Yeah. Cause when Maria said that about like, let's go to Atlas, I was like, yeah, totally. But I'm like, oh, but, but the cute couple, we can't let them die. So <laughs> that was the whole yeah. motivation for me being like, yeah, okay, maybe don't leave. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's true. Cause um, otherwise it'd be like, yeah, screw it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, the thing breaks through the shields. Ruby's plan is to weaken it with silver eyes. John and Ren mask the ship. Um, call back to the train at the start of the season. Yeah, oh, we, get this, we get this kind of pretty cool shot of it's in black and white when when they're in the plane yeah. one time. I, I did like that. Nice. Um, that. That was pretty nice. By the way, John and Ren were uh, cute together in that right. one scene. They were just, very sweet. Just just, just saying. And sure. Ren continues to have the most useless semblance. <laughs> it's so kind stupid. of useful here. Like, it's useful in this world. Yeah, no, it's very useful in very specific contrived situations. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, okay, my favorite part of the episode. Why summons uh, this whole thing, not just this part. Why summons this wa- the wasp again for Ruby to ride on? Hashtag White Rose. Um, and then Ruby, she goes up to the thing. She starts her. Uh, she, you know, uh, Maria's like, think of, I don't know, 
things you love. And I don't remember what it was, something like that. And so she's flashing back to stuff and you get this stylized uh, type flashbacks that the show has been doing. Really neat. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool to see early animation stuff in this new style because uh, the show looks very different now, obviously, than it than it did originally. Yeah. Um, and she thinks of things like Yang and Tai, Young Yang and Tai, um, the Team Ruby at Beacon in the, the first three seasons, Penny, Pira. Then she then she like loses focus or something, and then she's thinking of everyone being hurt, Pira well, dying, Penny yeah. dying. Yeah. So it gets like uh, pessimistic, and it's not working. Um, she calls, uh, Jin to, uh, buy some time and time stops. And, uh, I, I think that was pretty cool. Jin's mad at her. Yeah, that was um, wild. <laughs> I, I think that was pretty clever by Ruby. It's a good move. This isn't the conclusion I wanted to no. Jin and the lamp. No. Um, and it's not a conclusion. It's just a no. stopping point. No. Like we talked about. It's reminding us that she exists like Penny. It, I, I really would have liked if the Jin stuff was wrapped up this season. Now we have still have a question lingering. Probably, like, we'll I think it's lingering because no one has season. a question. No one has a question. That's what do you even need to know? Like, who cares? It's, <laughs> we can't kill Salem. What else do we need to know? Like, yeah, right? I just had it that there's only one question that's left, and it would have been fine. Like, just uh, ask. Like yeah. they asked their one question earlier in yeah. the season, and then they didn't need to worry about yeah, it. Anymore. They like having things to go to later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just, yeah. Then Jin, then she comes back, and second round of flashbacks. Team Ruby, Weiss holding out a mug for her. <laughs> yes, that white rose though. It was very. I, I swear, the the first round of flashbacks, I was incensed that she did not think of Weiss on her own, and then uh, and then it was like, oh, this, these were the bad. It was flashbacks. like a lingering Now it's the good shot. flashbacks, and then yeah. yeah Weiss with the mug should have been more of that. Should have she should have thought of them hugging, and then she should have thought like uh, it should have entirely. I well, wanted Weiss that in second flashback in sequence. Many. No, I know. I just want them on their own. <laughs> I the whole all like ten flashbacks are just Ruby and Weiss together. Why wasn't it that? Okay. <laughs> like just every time Weiss is smiled at her. And yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like just like she thinks about like ten minutes ago when she was riding the wasp with white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Flashback to last episode. Yes. <laughs> Why not? I I guess I'm happy that we got this one shot. Uh, but yeah, then also Penny and Ruby like holding uh, hands together. That one and they're like reminding us about her. She was in it. She was in a lot of flashbacks, and I was not expecting that. I uh, I would say this is them trying to remind us Penny exists, but it's like we know Penny exists. We no, but they are like maybe they forgot. Meanwhile, we're like maybe end yeah, credits, maybe. end credits. But no, maybe they forgot. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So uh, the, why? Yeah. Two. The, these are the two Ruby ships. You got uh, Weiss romantically holding out a mug for, and then you had her and Penny. I, I love triangle. Let's go next season. New Penny. Love, tri- love triangle. Yeah, oh, what if go. they actually do that though? They won't. But. <laughs> it's not it's not happening but it would be fantastic. or if weiss just gets like if there's no romantic chemistry between penny or ruby they're just friends but weiss is jealous yes oh and ruby's yes. like why are you why are you acting so weird yeah oh my god and then weiss <laughs> goes to blake or yang to talk about right? uh, her feelings for ruby and it's like ah. compare it compares it to the their feelings for yang and blake and that's not happening. writing a fan that's, fiction right what, now what are we, and what shit could happen it's not <laughs> it that hard happen. to do that they could 100 do it like honestly when is ruby just going to be a domestic lesbian like thick when is that going to happen <laughs> That's all we've wanted. That's all, like, literally. The show, like, really. yeah. They, like, fight things every so often. That's all we yeah. complain about. That's the parody of our complaints about the show, is that's what we want. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, it's true, just though. Have, <laughs> just have random fights sometimes, but it's mostly just gay domestic stuff. 
Yeah, they're, they're yeah. cool fight scenes too. Um, the it's it, yeah, that'll be uh, the Ruby uh, after story um, in yeah. fourteen to twenty six. That's uh, the next next uh, ten years. Yeah, um, and uh, Ruby's mom Summer is there. Was with, not expecting that with her silver eyes. Yeah, <sighs> did Ruby like forget that she had silver eyes? Because I feel like she should have mentioned this by now. <laughs> I, I, feel like sh- I feel like the show that. did mention it, though. I think it might have been mentioned, but uh, it's it a is cool this... transition into Ruby's silver eyes after that. Uh, yeah, that was Su- really Summer neat. just looks like Ruby. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I-, I think this is interesting, though, because it does add a new wrinkle into the silver eyes thing. Because previously it looked like people with silver eyes were just people that were born of, like, Ozpin, right? But, but this, Maria's dad had it too, remember? Yeah, like this, I think it's yeah. a Osmond's genetic line, though. A genetic yeah, so, line from Osmond. So you don't have to be a direct descendant of him. Like you can be a couple generations past. But that means that somewhere yeah, up the exactly. line, she's been related to Osmond, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a, yeah, an Osmond, or even like an, the daughter, a person Osmond has jumped into. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. So there's Sorry. a lot of different. Should be should be more clear. But uh, yeah, so that was very a lot of people talking about seeing Summer Rose here. Um, of course, we uh, think that she is currently in the show in the form of Zwei. Uh, <laughs> yes, she is. Dylan, she is. Yeah, I no. think she is. So when will, will, will Zwei get shipped to Atlas next season? Oh, Zwei. The, the big reveal will happen. I, I think the most important thing of this flashback, though, Dylan, is the fact that Summer is still on that stupid cliff. Oh, wait, wait, she's still, that's the only place she can like, be. No, yeah. Dylan, I'm convinced she died because she just starved standing that's on that. That's what I'm wondering. Like, did she fall off the cliff or something? Yeah. Yeah, did she just like fall off the cliff? There's also like, that. This is the place, best place for selfies. No filter. Like I'm just gonna stay oh, here. No. Forever. <laughs> oh no! Oh, summer. Happened. No. <laughs> her her grave is there because no one bothered to move her body. There's like let's just dig it right here. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> It's very grim. Uh, Her favorite place to stand. Dylan, Dylan, I'm allowed to make fun of this. Like, don't, don't say it's kind of stupid. Um, but it's uh, very funny. It was. It, it was, gives it was me nice hope, seeing her though. Here. Like, it seems like the Silver Eyes thing. They could have ended it. Well, not ended it, but like this was definitely some sort of a conclusion to it. But it seems like that is hinting at something more going on with it. I don't know. Um, I do. Yeah, I do think it'll be, it'll still be a thing in the show. Um, yeah, for sure. And yeah, sh- showcasing that Summer had the Silver Eyes, and it's it's you know there's there's more to come. I think with Ruby and Silver yeah. Eyes, um, mm-hmm. to her Ruby Rose with Silver Eyes. Yeah. Um. Then we get new song Indomitable starts playing, and we know the song names because they put them in the credits. So the last episode we get to know them, and uh, this really like uh, hype Ruby Ruby she's Indomitable song. She Silver Eyes is the Grim. Is this um, the electric guitar one? Uh, well, there's only two in that episode. Oh, okay. This was, uh, yeah, it's two with lyrics. There's some other fantastic, uh, I think, yeah, score stuff here. I think always... when when the the flashbacks are going, I think it's really fantastic there. Uh, yeah. the, the music, and then we get into the song, which is great. I want to hear the full version because only like ten seconds of it played, and then it starts breaking free. Um, and then here's Big Chungus to the rescue. Um, tears off <laughs> How its is arm. She still a character. <laughs> She's gone forever now, but uh, Cordovan oh. here and Big Chungus, and then she. Uh, Drills it to death. Yeah, she does. This, this is yeah. very much a reference to Gurren Lagann. Like, very much so. Okay. Yeah. It, nice. they, they have giant robots with drills in that show. That's all you need to know. Okay. Um, yeah, I do. I did know, knew that from watching the first episode for forever ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll get to another anime references here in a second. But, uh, yeah, B- Big Chungus got his arm free. Um very, very tempted to make Big Chungus uh, drilling the Grim, like with its drill, the screen cap for our Genlock podcast tomorrow. 
there's a lot of crossover. <laughs> I think I might actually do that. But... I think you should. <laughs> Will anyone notice? I, no one's going to notice. It'll be because it's the same thing, right? So yeah. really mad at us. That's what they'll do. Take it to use. This episode was just an ad for the sh- the new show. It was just the Honestly. Genlock ad, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we love seeing... I, I genuinely thought that was a really fun moment. I thought it was great. And uh, then Ruby and Cordovan... They they have their own moment here, and they they look at each other, and Ruby's smiling, and Cordovan lets them go. Still and... driving me nuts, though the whole talking at normal volumes to each other and hearing each other. Yeah, I don't know no, why. Of far all apart. the like weird little moments that has been driving me nuts <laughs> with this whole fight. People in animation always underestimate how loud it is to be high up in the air like between like and have a distance between you like when i think we just don't care like it's no, they don't care but i do I'm care no, Dylan, i'm fine that they don't care it works for the scene but it, it they totally would not be able to talk to each other yeah, like, whatever whatever i just okay. wanted to zoom out and they're like just like the wind whipping oh, by oh, and you can't hear anything oh my god dylan i was like really excited for them to pull back and do another of the exact same shot from last episode but like she's on the wasp instead and i was gonna be so excited to have the same story stupid shot of tiny ruby talking to the robot yeah 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 <laughs> it would have been good yeah it would have been I good no we just had this lovely moment i guess i was literally thinking of you dylan and hoping it would happen because i knew i would have complained, complained about it i would have <laughs> <laughs> yeah Rube, the shot of ruby right next to the giant robot from last episode no but this instead we get probably my favorite shot of ruby of the the, the series of uh her like smiling after cordovan and what she did with the silver eyes it's fantastic you look- great this episode she was animated so well yeah. yeah and this episode is really good animation and then on the plane we get all the moonlight shots on all of the yeah oh that was awesome yeah. yeah 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 how it was glinting on their hair and stuff that was yeah. such a neat like detail that they really they didn't need to do but it was so good at setting the atmosphere for that scene yeah i think so yeah, yeah. really good and yeah so like, getting into that on the plane after um crow crow uh conclusion here so crow says ruby did great um, he's like about to drink and then he puts it down. So no, uh, he doesn't Go drink crow. in that moment. And then, uh, him and Ruby hug. Um, and then he's talking to Maria and, um, they're like, uh, you were, you were great. Oh, you were, you were great back in the day. And that was that. Uh, Andy. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> what do you think about this concluding our Crow and Ruby angst arc all year? I think it's really disappointing because Crow didn't really do anything different because of it like he had he one just stopped fight. talking for a minute <laughs> yeah like it feels like this whole season was building up for something to crow and i think the show thinks that that build up was leading up to his fight with cortovan but i think that that's a very disappointing um culmination because that fight wasn't important to us emotionally so we i wasn't really looking at that as the culmination for crow because that wasn't really a culmination of anything i really feel like he needed to do something here at the leviathan or something because it like felt like there was an actual threat it felt like, like a sacrifice of yeah himself or something. but it doesn't need to be a sacrifice but need to he could have shown like i'll hold off the thing alone while you guys make a plan like he is a full-blown hunter or huntsman i'm sorry and you're just in the plane right? yeah like, and, and he didn't do anything no like he's a full-blown huntsman and he's supposed to be better than everyone else in the group like show let show us why crow is so good like show us show us a little bit of it because i 100 percent like he 100 percent should be better than adam like if he if adam is stronger than your mentor figure in the group that's not good <laughs> 
Yeah, but Adam's OP. Um, yeah, I know. And yeah. That's a whole other thing. It's it's not a conclusion for Crow because it's just a stopping point like everything yeah. else. So, like, that's why we don't get any of that. The big theme we're going for here is the episode title. Uh, our way, it's what we've been talking about. It's not Crow leading things anymore. It's Ruby making the plans. Ruby in charge. And I do think the episode executes on that theme very oh, well. Oh, yeah, no, it did it yeah. great. It just, it just pushes Crow to the side to get there. And that's what I'm kind of... It just feels like they're building up something here. I just want to, the real thing is I just want him to either die or not, because I still don't know if he's dying or not, and I really don't like that. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> he will die. I mean, yeah. like, everyone dies. He's going to, like, last to the bitter end. If he if he lasts through the season, I'll be really disappointed, because they did nothing with him. He'll last to the finale, of series finale. Yeah. Ugh. And then, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I get the, the, where you're coming from with the crow stuff. Not, you know, we, we're not, crow's arc is ongoing. I think this was good enough to conclude the Ruby and crow stuff we've gotten into here and the Ruby yeah. leadership stuff. So that's what I was most concerned with. I, I guess that's it. Like I was expecting a different arc from, but they focused more on his relationship with Ruby. And I think they did do that well, but I, th- I thought in the middle of the season that we were doing something crow about crows, like, um, self-confidence and about himself and his relationship to, uh, Maria and they kind of touched on it, but I don't think they really capitalized. Yeah, they they on touched, it. they touched on it. They didn't really do. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see if if that's a yeah, we'll season see. as well. Um, yeah, we got a, we talked about the Bumblebee stuff in the scene already. Uh, then Ozpin uh, guided Oscar for the crash landing, <laughs> uh, and then he's gone again. Maybe he was watching us this whole time, looking. Oh, he definitely, he definitely is. So, like. Aspen was a big part of the beginning of the season, and the conclusion is just, again though it's not a conclusion. It's just it isn't. The, it's, so it's just that he was he was there for the crash landing. We thought Aspen was Oscar the whole time. He still could have been, I guess. I mean, he's not. Oscar clearly he's yeah. not subsumed unless Aspen's playing a big long con here. But um, I, I don't I know. I don't know what we're doing with say, this. Like I have something to tell you. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know. Right? It was, was gonna so happen. Ah. <sighs> Just, I don't know. This isn't uh, much of anything here. I no. don't know what to say about it. And they also seem like <laughs> they like the whole team was like, "Oh, he's good, yay!" But I still, I like, I don't know why. It's probably irrational, but I just still feel like he's evil. <laughs> it, it, it's like, why are you trusting him? But they can, like, he's good. But he, I don't, yeah, he, he saved so the annoying. body he's living in right now. He didn't yes. do anything else than that. No, true. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know. So, uh, in terms of like, is Aspen evil or does a group think Aspen's evil? You know, this I think they Aspen. are like, he's whatever. Yeah. Happy's gone. Uh, yeah. This, the, the only silver lining is not, there wasn't that much of the season focused on this because he did no. leave kind of early and then went away. It's um, just annoying that the whole episode where like we got that amazing pure scene and then whatever episode that was, but the whole premise of it was that he disappeared and I guess that doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll have to we'll have to rewatch that from the perspective so of knowing what we know now, if it helps it at all. But uh, it seems disappointing currently. Um, yeah, so there's that. Then we arrive in Atlas. Uh, we see Atlas the first time. It's this city in the sky tethered to some sort of city on the ground. Yep. Um, and then the air fleet is set up like it's expecting an attack. And then they welcome home the plane that they're flying on. So three separate things here. First of all, the design of Atlas, very striking, very gorgeous uh, city design, I would say, like at least the background shot of it. Um, definitely reminiscent of a lot of anime type yeah. things. The city floating mm-hmm. in the sky. The first thing you think of is Laputa Castle in the sky. Uh, I don't think it's Laputa is really tethered to a ground city. So I don't think that's a direct comparison here. 
Um, I saw some people comparing this to uh, Alita Battle Angel, relevant because the movie's like coming out very soon. So this, and I looked this up. Zalem, aka Tafaris, is a city in the sky, tethered tethered to a city on the ground, and the thing on the bottom, the scrapyard, its only focus, its only purpose is to process the waste from the city in the sky, and uh, it's a parasitic relationship. Um, I think this is what we're gonna do with this. I think like this is that's like where the faunus are, you know. Maybe the, the fa- maybe only the faunus are on the bottom, and the humans yeah. are on the top. This is very much a bossing say inner rings, outer rings type thing. Definitely, like, this is a rich people at the top, poor people at the bottom. I'm pretty sure that's what we're doing here. Which makes um, me, which is why I mentioned like I think this might be our political season coming up. Yeah, we'll and, get the know, armies and stuff. So yeah, to mention there's already political situations with everyone and with uh with Ironwood versus uh, him, like closing off the borders and yeah, we'll get, yeah. get into themes surrounding that. But um, I don't know. Yeah. Haley, what'd you think of uh, seeing Atlas for the first time? Uh, yeah, I think it was very beautifully animated, which was nice. Um, I'm happy they actually made it there. <laughs> Cause I know throughout the season, I've been very like, sometimes like, yeah, totally. They're going to end up at Atlas, but then also like, are they though? I don't know. So I think that is, uh, good. It makes me excited for the next season, which is nice. Um, and I think it's also kind of reminiscent of was it last was it, or season four, right? When we arrived in which was that kingdom? Mistral. Mistral. Yeah, right. It's kind of like that, and I feel like that didn't really go anywhere necessarily i know they like went into the town and stuff but oh season five we saw that gorgeous city five, shot yeah, oh, that, yeah. that was, like that was that. the premiere the premiere yes yeah. sorry yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it reminded me of that but this actually feels like maybe because the season has been so good i feel like they're actually going to really properly take advantage of this new location and start some really neat storylines which is good um yeah also when we were with weiss's storylines in season four were we here Unclear. I don't think we saw. It. I, I think this is new to us. But I think. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> my, my assumption is that the the Schnee Manor is up on the floating rock, and we never got because we never got a full yeah. shot of the manor, and I think they were hiding that from us on purpose. Okay, that yeah. there's this that's what I was kind of thinking. Could, was going could, on could, there. Yeah, it could be somewhere else in, in the the continents, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe we'll have to cross reference uh, World My, of Remnant. We'll have to go back and watch that World of Remnant. Oh just, just kidding, but, we're definitely not doing that. No, no but really I, doing what, that. what I think is that that rock is like the safest place in like essentially the the, the modern world of Ruby of yeah. Remnant, and so of course the Schnee Manor's up there. Mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, this place definitely, like we're gonna have, well, I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of interesting storylines that can come out of this like penny and the family will be a factor mm-hmm. and then probably blake being a faunus will be a thing and yang will defend her like mm-hmm. don't hurt my girlfriend so <laughs> yeah i think it, it it was a beautiful introduction to it and i think it'll be very good fodder for storylines nice andy what is uh what's the air fleet there for the air fleet is there because they wanted to drop another plot thread on us for some reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think flying monkeys. My, I literally have no guesses because I don't think it's the flying monkeys, but it could be. I'm not could sure. Could be a time skip. We don't know. I know. No, Haley, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it, but I was thinking it. Yeah, they could be set up to defend from the monkeys. It could be like vacuo, maybe they're set up to want to defend them. I don't know. Um, it's political conflicts. I feel like there's some of that talk earlier. 
Um, but yeah, the air fleet's there. And then, uh, confused about this line of welcoming home the ship there. And cause probably they don't know that that's Team Ruby on the ship, but I they I, might. Did I they say, know. I think they didn't say, what did, like, were they just saying welcome back to this ship that is the theirs? Ship, the, the name, the name of the, they ship. said the name yeah, of the ship. Yeah, it was an M name. So it wasn't yeah. like Weiss or anything the, like that. The, the reason why they wouldn't know that it's Team Ruby is just because we, the, the tower, the tail towers are down. So they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to, but then again, Argus, maybe it's close enough that they could communicate. Um, maybe. I, I just missed what they said. Maria could have told them that they're coming if they could communicate, but. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, whatever. So that, I mean, it's imp- regardless, like Weiss being there is a big deal. So we're going to have to get into that. I, I did like the transition from talking about Weiss going home into this person calling the ship and saying, welcome home. I did like that. Yeah. I think and it's also more we- a fat thing. It's Weiss a fat being thing. like kind of upset. Yeah. This could be a big Weiss season, guys. Yes, let's do it. I think it's going to happen. White oh, Rose yeah. season. We are promised yep. the White Rose. Why were Ruby and Weiss in the front of the credits this season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, why was that? A thing? <laughs> we don't know. It was, it was it's fine. all for that hot chocolate scene in the flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, they did okay. have moments. So. They did moments, but not as yeah. it was the Bumblebee season. Right? It was. was yeah, they, they faked us out. Um, the, uh, credits, we got new song Nevermore. Over the skip through all of playing. them. So I didn't listen, hear it. listen to Nevermore. Why did, no. why did you skip the? Why would you skip? Because I was ready for Penny. I was like, I, <laughs> I, you know what I did, Haley? I skipped the credits to see the post credit scene, then I jumped back to listen to the song. No, like I Penny. was so disappointed though. I'm like pressing, skipping along, and then I see Emerald, and I like. <laughs> Yeah, are you serious? Like, it's like really Emerald and Mercury are post credit scene. Emerald, then... like really though. <laughs> I was ready for Penny. Oh, Mercury, like Mercury's just standing by a window. Like that was not what I was excited for. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, oh, Nevermore's a great, great I was so song, hyped for Mercury's dad to like come out like I am your semblance. No, stop. <laughs> well, I did. I seriously did for a <laughs> second. I saw Mercury looking out the window and I was like, oh, they, well, first I was like, oh, darn it. And then I was like, maybe Penny's going to like walk. <laughs> no, Haley, the thing that could <laughs> have happened. he was looking down at like Penny being repaired by Salem or something. No. <laughs> Haley, it could have been Zombie Pira. Exactly, it could have been. been that. There were so yeah. many better things than like a Wizard of Oz ripoff. Yes, the Emerald in the post credits, Emerald, Mercury, and Hazel. They're watching Salem make flying monkey grim. Okay, because of course she is. They're gorillas, Dylan. Monkeys, gorillas, and monkeys. No, they're you know. not. Gorillas are not monkeys. This just made me nostalgic for Sun. All I just want is Sun back now. After <laughs> so is monkeys. Salem in the this the silly like fairy tale storyline is she like the wicked witch of the west yes or something i think so i, I don't we don't I, you know i don't like getting into fairy tales but no yeah, this is the most blatant fairy tale thing i think we've done also she, if that. she could do this why not just make like three giant monsters maybe making an, an army like, just yeah, why didn't she make a leviathan grim it's why true. did she make she could have done this also make a leviathan i don't know she's got options but no she was like monkey grim <laughs> Why didn't she just make more cinders? Because clearly she made cinder. Like, make more. Right? Well, we didn't confirm that. So we'll, we'll hope maybe we'll That's get to that. But yes, here's our, dis- as always, our disappointing post credit scene. Um, it could have been so good. At least this, like, connected. Well, it didn't really connect anything. At least it was with characters we saw this season. Yeah, not like Tai Yang in his garden or whatever yeah, Tai Yang was. was not in last season. And then he's, <laughs> then, yeah, okay. No Penny, though. We're, I think num- th- biggest things to be hyped for, we'll, at some point, we'll have a probably have a hype podcast for seven well we'll see um but uh, bumblebee atlas penny ironwood ironwood's a good character we'll get to see yeah. him again mm-hmm. um winter 
Winter, maybe. Winter is, is, winter winter is winter? never coming back. Winter is never coming back. <laughs> Presumably Fun winter is in Atlas. We don't really know. Um, well, if all the army's there and they're like gearing up, then she's Right. They there. called back it's, all the army, so she has to be there. I agree. Are we ever going to see another maiden? That's my question. Maidens aren't a thing anymore, Andy. Yeah, they left. Yeah. <laughs> Do they mention the maidens even once this season? Nope. Yeah. Not Do at they all. say the word maiden this season? They did hmm. not. I don't think they go because we talked about maidens from the flashback, but I don't think they actually talked about them. No, we theorized that like we the theorized about them, them, but there was no. That's, that's, that's crazy. Last season was all about maidens. We only mentioned it once. That's the biggest like encapsulation yeah. of Ruby. Like, why did it happen <laughs> like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, and also had, isn't Cinder? So Cinder is is she two maidens right now? No, no, no. What am not. I? She was trying to become two. She last tried time. to get the spring maiden, but yeah. but where did the spring did. maiden go? Uh, Raven oh. still has. It's still, still Raven. Still Raven. Yeah. Oh yes, because oh, Raven, yeah, Raven has spring. Too. Cinder, Cinder has fall, and then we don't know about the other two. So yeah. that's not happening for like four seasons. Then. Oh yeah, Raven's Raven gonna die at some endless. point. Raven's gonna die at some point. And Yang will be Yang will be the spring maiden, but not yet. Oh, yeah, man. not yet. That's season ten. Okay. Um, hype for Penny though, definitely. Yes, um, that has really happened. like as much as I want Penny to come back and immediately like run up and hug Ruby. It would, the best plot line would be if Penny's memory was wiped yes. and it's a, yeah. this angst thing with like, <gasps> Ruby, like, oh, yeah. being, like Penny, you don't remember me, and then like Penny like slowly like remembering, oh, the pain. like so dramatic. Yeah, it's oh. it's, yeah. De- it's definitely what they have to do, just because like it's it's the most obvious plot, but sometimes the most obvious one is it doesn't mean it's bad. Like that would be the be I think that's the, mo- the biggest source of drama. It's just yeah. like, a lot of yeah, it's the best and thing they- to play off of the great buildup we did with uh, Nuts and Dolts earlier in the show yeah and yeah and they showed that like her and her and penny's relationship was important enough to her that she was thinking about that right so yeah yeah. it could happen no no i I expect that to happen yeah ruby's definitely coming back and i think i like the amnesia penny Penny storyline yeah i will watch us go through all next season and no penny everyone would be if we get through next season without penny i don't even know how I feel anymore. If they brought Neo back out of nowhere with no context this season, people are going yeah. to Atlas, like, yeah. and they bring Penny back. They got to bring her back. Also, will we see Sun and uh, Ilya next season? Probably not. But, no. Um, they would be great. Ship them off to Atlas. Come on, get a <laughs> just bring bring them in. Um, You're in the West. And and of course Watts and. Uh, Tyrion. Yep, we're not seen in Salem's castle because they've already left to go down. They've, so they will they've be been hyping season. up Watts for three seasons. He's not going to meet the hype, guys. No, he's, he's going to be the best character villain. on the show, okay? He's, he's going to be good. He's... <sighs> yeah, hot, you know, screw everything else we talked about. Hype for Dr. Watts because... Oh my god. Why would he ever a, be A shield for... Armor for Tyrion's tail. If he can do that, he can do anything. Like They, they hyped that up for two seasons. No. <laughs> Why did we show Tyrion's tail this season? Why, was why that did we show thing? Tyrion no, at all? Why that was that he in the season? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Why did we see? Like, I know that we had to go to Salem because we just had the Salem backstory episode. But why did we? We didn't. Go- we didn't need to cut this out. We didn't do anything with anything. I know. Get the, like Mercury and Emerald drama fight with Tyrion. Right? Yeah, Remember that? Just, yeah, that scene had no, re- no significance on anything else in the season. Just to but, justify them being in like the, the end credits. Yeah. Anyway, this is still Ruby is what we're saying. Yes. So, um, okay. <laughs> there you go. Up. That's our coverage of volume six. Haley, what's your final thoughts? Um, <laughs> you clapped? So that was your thoughts? <laughs> a little clap, a little cough. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's about our feelings on Ruby. <laughs> clap, clap, Honestly, cough. Honestly, no. Yeah. No, I think, okay. Okay, 
Do you want like thoughts on the episode, the whole season? What do you- I, whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Let's talk about Genlock. Let's, let's talk Genlock. <laughs> yeah, give me your initial Genlock thoughts. Just give them off right off the bat here. <laughs> no, I'm saving that for tomorrow. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I, gosh, I don't know. This this episode, like I said before, it was like finale light. Like it was, it was fine and whatever. Um, yeah, the whole season though is just so great. Like I don't know how it was so good. There were really no bad episodes. And we got Bumblebee and some like amazing fights and stuff and crazy mythology and characters and just honestly like so many top 10 just scenes and visuals happen this episode or this season. Just wild. So, yeah, very hyped for next season despite the finale not being everything we wanted it to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Andy, Bumble- are you and Bumble- Bumblebee next season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Andy, are you supporting the Union or the Vanguard? Give me your initial take on which side you're supporting here. Is the Vanguard bad? I think the Vanguard's good. Yeah. I've only seen five minutes so well, far. I'll I, watch okay. more. <laughs> I stand I the Union. You're I, standing the Union? That's a bold claim. Okay. They're, de- yeah. they're dementors from what I've seen. I, I uh, am standing them then. Okay. I'm so excited for the podcast tomorrow. Everyone listens. It'll be great. <laughs> so Andy's standing the... Okay. That's your final thoughts? Uh, my, fi- my final thoughts are that I think we're going to look back on this season as being the season of definitely a Bumblebee, because obviously Bumblebee was amazing this season. And I think we'll also remember this as the season of Ruby taking the lead. And that's great. Like, I love that Ruby took the lead this season and she really came into her own or like really just kind of woke up after like two seasons of not really being the leader. And so I just really liked a lot of the stuff she did specifically in the finale and the episodes leading up to it. Like, I really loved her running up through the ship and like answering the radio and turning to Crow and being like, yeah, we're going to do this. Like, I'm just really happy for Ruby to be the centerpiece of the show again. Ruby Rose, to be clear. Yeah. But the whole I feel like this whole season is like ruby the show's renaissance kind of you know like we're getting we're getting into it it's being yeah. it's like rebooted this season which is wild it, it does almost feel like a soft reboot in some ways yeah because we're going back to kind of the themes of the first couple seasons where ruby is the leader and we've got this great character dynamic and awesome fights and neat things happening but just better you know yeah, it's great. I, I, still I, has I, their flaws, as we discussed. Yeah, <laughs> the, we talked about a lot of things. That being said, they, I hope this is a big turning point for the show because the season was really phenomenal. So no good. bad episodes, 13 genuinely good episodes. I, you know, despite the criticisms, I thought this finale was good and maybe even the best finale. There's six, I think, including this finale, like top 15 episodes of the show, at least like half the episodes of the show are in, are, I think, are in the season. And um, like just... To the just to the entire crew, be like it was so fantastic. It was amazing. It was. It was great. Technically, the season was basically flawless. Like we just, there's so many moments that we pointed out that we just love so much. Like animation, why? Like oh god, the music was just incredible. The animation, the music, all the sounds, all the lighting, all the you know the the storyboarding, and so many unique shots. Yeah. Too, you know, like camera movements and things. Like they really took some risks. And I really think the voice actors really stepped up their game this season. Voice acting was also really phenomenal. Yeah, I think and last like, season was also really good of too. the facial expressions. I really noticed that in the last couple episodes too. That really kicked yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And look, the writing was much improved. Like all all around, just the show really came into its own this season. And mm-hmm. I think everyone involved, like for for like, and I know Rooster Teeth animation is pretty big now, but it's still, I guess, quote unquote, an indie studio. I don't know if we classified it as that, but like considering this is like an indie studio production, it's just so phenomenal what, what was accomplished this season. It's genuinely fantastic animation, and we talk about all the best animation shows on this podcast. Like we're watching all of them, talking about all of them, and this it's like big gen- budget funding, big budget, like big studio. Stuff. This is genuinely up there with some of these 
these fantastic shows. Yeah. So this is a huge accomplishment. It's like my favorite animated show right now. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> it, we, we've always loved it, and it's realized its potential. I think this yeah. season, and it's 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 been just fantastic like experience watching it. And thank you, Haley and Andy, uh, for being on all the we had a, the consistent crew the whole way through the season. It was really great. And thank uh, you for being our team leader. Yeah, <laughs> <thank> team da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the 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 team leader. I I've showcased my leadership abilities much like Ruby has this season. I would <laughs> yep. say, um, yeah, I'm sure. Where's my silver eyes? And uh, come on. <laughs> I, I had a flashback to all the previous moments on this podcast, all the ups and downs. Um, and <laughs> at the start of the season, or yeah, at the start of the season where you're like, okay, everyone, don't get angry at us. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we're but, like, well, little did I know we would be so positive. Be about this yeah. yeah, and we've gotten very, very few uh, negative uh, co- YouTube comments, but uh, maybe because I've been hiding people that I've. <laughs> but uh, no. that's okay. <laughs> it's, no, but it's not just you. Don't so worry good. About it. uh, it's it's been it's been it's been so good and. Uh, we've fantastic season fantastic job to everyone involved in in making it uh thank you thanks for everyone who listened to our podcasts on this and for mm-hmm. commenting and interacting with everyone on the discord it was really great um we're gonna you're not done with team da we will be <laughs> kicking off genlock coverage tomorrow as 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 are hyped there, up so are there um, team names in genlock I, there will I don't be know yet. I don't know. Team Doc. Um, yeah, so the Team Genlock. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, all the big chunguses in that show. And, uh, so There's a lot. Look, look out for... I might troll put that inside the Ruby iTunes feed just to troll you guys. So we'll see about that. There um, better be some sort of a, like a Bumblebee ship. Um, That's I mean, pre-established. They're, they're, they're the main couple is already together when the show starts. I know, so but I yeah. want like someone else. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I haven't barely met anyone, but yeah, no. we'll we'll talk about the first two episodes of Genlock. Um, also check out all the other coverage we do. Steven Universe just ended its fifth season. That was fantastic. Yep. We talked about that. Um, Young Justice is having its mid season finale. Everyone's got everything's kind of ending into January, so check look out for our Young Justice Outsiders podcast. We're covering the Promised Neverland. That's a anime Ruby fans would like. Ruby, we'll still be talking about that the whole way through. Um, Shira and Steven Universe off season podcasts are going to be continuing, so look out for that as well. Um, all that at overlyanimated.com. Our main iTunes feed, subscribe there if you want all our podcasts or the specific iTunes feeds. And our YouTube has everything as well, youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Our Discord, that's where we hang out. Talk to us there. Talk about Ruby to a bunch of other Ruby fans there as well at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. And support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our Patreon podcast, John, a.k. Garfield. And thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Hugh. Um... Yep. See you tomorrow for Genlock. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Thanks, sure everyone. Be... Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Uh, let us know what you th- leave exclusive, only leave comments on this podcast about the Genlock premiere. Please don't <laughs> yes. talk about yes. this finale. Um, like, leave a be... review of our Genlock podcast here tomorrow. Yeah, in the cut. Co- yeah, don't comment on the Genlock. Video. Cross comment promoting. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think that'd be the way to talk go. about Ruby on Genlock and Genlock on Ruby. Yeah, talk yeah. about the Ruby finale on the Gen- yeah, exactly on the Genlock. So wait a day for that to go up, and then okay. So we 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 know we know we're very doing complicated. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.